Welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Hin Mizena and I'm here with Wael Hattar. Uh, this episode was recorded on the 11th of December. Hi, Wael. Hello, Hind. Hi, we're recording live on location. I know, right? First time ever. That's right, in the Mall of the Emirates, uh, home of the Dubai International Film Festival. It's very noisy, but we'll get through this. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, gonna, we're doing this our second day of our daily, uh, uh, daily, daily diaries, and we're catching up with everybody. We saw three, four films yesterday, to you, to myself, and then uh, we, I caught two press screenings today morning, so we're going to talk about those. Cool. Let's start with you. You watched Fatima yesterday? Yes. Um, it's uh, uh, actually in my selection, I put it under kind of Arab films, but I have to say, after watching it, um, this film is, is more of a, a French film than anything else. It's about uh, kind of immigrants and their interaction with their first generation. It can easily have been Chinese immigrants or kind of Central African immigrants rather than North African immigrants, but that's the, that's the the story that they picked and it's and I have to say the director Philippe Foucault did a, did a, did a very good job it's because you don't have any of that preaching added on to it it, it really is this is just a beautifully told story and of course it's based on um, uh, Fatima herself the, the actual character is uh, the poet who had written uh, written this poetry and published and this is a story of her interacting with her kids uh, in uh, in France so was it an autobiography or just kind of um, in a way it's more kind of like loosely based on so because he ha- he based it on her story not around her writings specifically so it's kind of kind of like that but yeah so a lot of the things they had to add because she wouldn't give them history about the husband and everything else because she was also a divorced Algerian woman working as a cleaner uh, you know and, until she had to basically treat herself French afterwards when she broke her arm so you have that drama but again it, it wasn't melodramatic it wasn't preachy but it was just really um, a, a tale of, of an immigrant mother dealing with her two first generation daughters who are kind of really well versed into the French society uh, and, and her not and then kind of that language barrier uh, cultural barrier and interaction so it was, it was quite interesting good and uh, I mean was it like uh, was it uplifting or was it positive well, um, I mean it, it, it had its, its reality slap, but I think overall it was quite positive. Especially that you know it is a real person who did uh, make something out of herself, and her children ma- did make something out of themselves. So I guess to show you, even if your mother is a kind of a, a cleaner or you know a, a, a toilet cleaner in in schools and things like that, that you can make something out of yourself, and she can make something out of herself. All right, cool. What would you rate it? Um, I'd give it like a seven, a seven out of ten. Cool. Yes. Good. Right. And uh, but, but while I was watching that one, you were uh, catching up on um, High Sun, right? Yes, the High Sun. It's a, um, a Croatian-Serbian, Slovenian production, and ex Yugoslavia. Ex Yugoslavia. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a, there are three tales in it, uh, three love stories. It starts off in 1991, and then it uh, goes to 2001 and 2011. And in all three stories, it's the same actors, but they're all different characters. Does that get confusing? Not at all. And oh, so uh, good production. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, there's a great common thread across all three stories. There's you know, uh, and you know the season. There's um, and just kind of symbolisms. You know, there's a spider that appears <laughs> in the different stories. And you know, it's a, it's a love story, but really what it is is just kind of a look at the war and the impact on uh, you know individuals and people's lives. Uh, no one's talking blatantly about the war, what happened, but you know, it, just from 
the characters and uh, each personality, each story, the characters are completely different. So it's, it's uh, as we discussed earlier, war adjacent in a way, right? Yes, you touched upon that yesterday, that you think that's kind of the underlying theme this year, and I definitely thought of that when I was okay. watching it. So, yeah, so through these 10 years differences between each story, you know, obviously time has changed, and, you know, uh, and you see the ravages of war, you know, uh, just by sceneries, you know, like... Uh, so it's like a love story in the time of war and after war and before war? Yeah, but love story, but that's not soppy love story. Okay. Uh, so I, I loved it. There was even music, like uh, there was one particular song that came in Act 1 and Act 3, and I thought there was a connection. And I, So there was, there was a great common thread between each one, beautifully filmed, uh, beautifully acted, and like I said, it's the, it's the two main ca- actors acted six different, you know, uh, characters. No, I did hear from other people who were walking out, other friends, that they liked it as well. Um, so how, how would you rate it? Uh, I do, uh, my rating's four on five. Yes. I know you, you do <laughs> ten, uh, ratings on ten, I do on five. So yeah, I'd give it a, f- a four on five. I quite liked it. So uh, it's repeated again on Saturday the 12th. So um, yeah, if people have a chance, I would say go see it. And I do love the poster of the film. Uh, and if there's anywhere I can get my hands on that, I'll, do, I'll, I'll try. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, actually on that note, Fatima as well is repeated again on Saturday. Um, all right, and after that, what was the next film? I had, uh, I had watched the Sri Lankan kind of horror, dark horror film at night. It was called The Dark in the White Light. Yeah. Um, I have to, to say that it's not necessarily as advertised as a kind of horror per se. It's, it's more of a longer, slower attempt at darkness. And... And, and I guess we, we've, we've, we've mentioned this before. We we do, we, we are drawn to these dark dark tales. So, uh, so here a lot of time, uh, So here the director himself came up and says, "Oh, be be aware that this is quite a dark film." I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Okay, where is the dark?" <laughs> I mean, that's why I maybe we're jaded, and uh, I've seen things that are darker. Uh, he just doesn't go. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, even he himself said, kind of, he added a few stories to lighten it up. So he didn't go as dark as one uh, was expecting? I mean, we've all seen a lot of uh, European cinema who get dark. All right. This one's from where did you... It's Sri Sri Lankan. Okay. Because I remember the the warning, like the rating, it it says, you know, contains uh, gory images and rape. I mean... Uh, How gory was gory? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's. uh, I've seen worse slasher mainstream American films, and in terms of of, of, of rape, it was rape. It's not nothing nice to see, but again, it wasn't as talked about as irreversible or anything else in in that sense. But for me, my main my main issue with that film is that it tried to be mood art, but then he added a bit of plot in it to kind of make it work so it was kind of lost in between okay so not not as dark as uh it was more white light than darkness definitely (laughs) Uh, definitely and and uh, and i've read this somewhere else before and i I I tend to agree it's it's in a way a poor man's version of i'm gonna ruin uh, ruin the 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 director's name the thai director who did your next film cemetery splendor who is let me try this Apichtong Wirshetakul? Yes, I'm not even going to try attempting pronouncing yeah, so it. It's, but like, it's like a poor version of, of his work. Oh anyway. no, a poor man's version of that. Wow, okay. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, leading on to the Thai film. I mean, they can, people can still uh, uh, watch it again on Saturday if they want to try different things. Because in the end, film festivals, everyone has different tastes and that's what's great about it. All right.
So yes, your uh, the film you saw, Symmetry of Splendor, which I luckily caught in London. Yes, it is uh, also your second viewing. It is. I, so I'm not going to pronounce the director's name just because I know <laughs> I'm going to like not pronounce it properly. But yeah, it's my second attempt. I tried watching it in London at the uh, film festival there, and I slept pretty much. Uh, halfway through it till the very end and I woke up thinking what happened and I felt terrible and I thought was I really tired and it turns out there was a talk as one of the screenings the director was there and he said he's he used you know sleep inducing colors in it and he's happy for people to sleep through his films he wants people to he wants his the audience to go through a dreamlike state and wake up and you know join the the story when they wake up or sleep again or you know wake up again anyway so when I heard that I didn't feel too bad but I was determined to stay awake throughout this time and and I did and as as his other films they're really slow and he kind of there's a gentle pace that you're he's inviting you into this world and uh, you know it's a Thai language film set in Thailand but there's you know uh, memory and mystical stories and and this I mean the storyline here is really kind of sleep is the, uh, is the theme which is odd sleep sickness, sleep sickness exactly and you know and these soldiers that are being cured or these people with the sleep sickness but it goes into kind of um, you know stories of past lives and it's it's a difficult one to describe there's no plot you know there's this beginning um, 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 there's no plot per se but yeah. I, like I, was, I mentioned to you uh, kind of offline is that um, I was I was lucky enough to have the director come in when, when I saw in London and he talked about how for him this being his last film in Thailand and the, the story or you have all these people kind of when they're asleep they're connected to the land in a way it's his farewell song to Thailand so you, so you, all, so you have that kind of um, connection to the land and, and the stories of it and from it, so you get that um, wistful, maybe not, maybe not wistful, but too positive, like a sad version of wistful. Yeah, I mean there longing. is there is melancholy in it, yeah. and uh, but did he elaborate on why this is his last film? I know he's been facing troubles mm. making films in Thailand, but did he say anything more? Um, you know, he, he actually went on about him really breaking up with Thailand. Right. So this was, in a way, it took a few, a couple of years for him to do, and it had trouble, and it was him having going through that labor pain of, of that breakup. Wow, all right. So, yeah, it's funny. I mean, yeah, I didn't know about the breakup love, you yeah. know, letter to Thailand uh, only after watching it. But, yeah, it is It is definitely a film. I think he was kind of categorized mm. as an experimental film. Uh, if you like slow films, uh, definitely one for you. If you've never experienced slow films, definitely recommend yeah, it to go. And just, yeah, get, you know, kind of get lost in it. I think that's my only recommendation. It is beautifully filmed and some gentle dialogue and uh, it's on again on Friday the 11th so I really do uh, recommend watching it. I think, it, you know, it is... It yes, is uh, I, mean, I watch it once, we watch it twice. Yeah. There's always something to talk about. <laughs> we still talk about it and a lot of our friends saw it and they also uh, really enthralled. Um, and I managed to watch two special screenings today. Uh, one of them is, is playing um, tomorrow, which is the British film The Man Who Knew Infinity, about the Indian mathematician uh, who kind of who uh, before World War One who went to, to England, being un, went to Cambridge specifically, and kind of the whole interaction of the idea of math and development. It's it's entertaining. It's it's done wonderfully. Um, it, it's nothing groundbreaking. It's a it's a I got, I got I got entertained. I got uh, I I like the characters. So it's something to watch. That's light-ish, not necessarily light-light, but a crowd pleaser. 
in a way, like a like a soft tearjerker. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess this is one of those that'll probably get wide release and we'll get to see. Yeah, you will probably catch it. It's it's on, but it's only playing in the Medinet Arena. So you on, on Saturday. So that's something you'd have to get one of the bigger tickets. But it's I guess it, it works for that kind of uh, audience and film. The second one I saw was Waiting, which is an Indian uh, film, and I remember you were talking about the the the, the, the cast. Yeah, it stars Nasruddin Shah, and he won a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, this year at DIFF, and he was there. And, yeah, I mean, he's going to definitely get the crowd coming to see him. I think both films are on standby. Both screenings of this film are on standby. Uh, one's on the fr- on yeah, Friday the- 11th, and one's on... Oh, that's tonight, actually. One's yes. tonight and one's tomorrow. Both are on standby, but, yeah, you got to see the uh, press screening. It... Um it, it definitely was also going that, that group of crowd pleasing, but I'd say it was more the sweet popcorn than the popcorn. It was it was a bit too uh, nice, nice for, for my taste in terms of of, uh, uh, of, of storyline and development. But he, he's a very good actor, and and actually both the, both the cast, him and and the girl. Um, uh, Kalki Colchin, I really hope she's paying that right. Uh, they were quite good. Um, I wasn't bored or tired, but again, it didn't. Uh, I wasn't lost in it per se. So both light and happy. I think I gave them both around six and five out of ten. So uh, decent enough uh, and happy all round family fun, I guess. Cool. On that note, we'll wrap this episode up and uh, come back tomorrow, and we'll uh, share our thoughts on the other films we were watching. Bye. Bye-bye.